the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Big event coming up this week, Thursday, January 11th, 630-830 at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. It's a good time to come get informed. It's free if you use the code radio25 when you sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. 630 to 830 Palo Alto Elks Lodge. CFP Chad Burton will be there talking Social Security, talking IRAs, 401k, managing those products in retirement, measuring risk, active versus passive portfolio management, the January effect, new tax laws, and much, much more. I'll be going over some stock ideas, and Michelle Lerman will be there as well. CFP Chad Burton, how are you? Great. How are you? Okay. Good. 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 Um, what do I want to throw out at you at this point in time? Uh, any comments on the January effect and the first five days of trading went well. If today we can escape it without a massive crash. We had the Santa Claus rally. The first month of January, if it closes out with a gain, we're all in. 93% of the time the market goes higher for the rest of the year. Well, yes. yes, and, you know, we've got a lot of good things going on in terms of a tax cut. We have um, corporation paying less taxes, hopefully higher wage inflation. Rates should be going up, with you know, as the Fed moves along and global synchronized growth. So things look really, really well, but we also had an amazing 20%-plus year in the S&P 500. So some of those gains have been pulled forward a bit. Um, I'm starting to get people asking me, well, is this going to continue to last? Should I start to pull back now? And you should always maintain the proper allocation in your portfolio. So if your goal is 60% stocks, 40% bonds, and that's gone to 70%, it's probably time to rebalance. Now, will you miss out on some gains as the market goes forward? Yeah, but also if you're dealing with your portfolio in retirement, when the correction comes, because we have them every so often, it, it hurts more to get hit with a correction versus missing out on a little bit of extra gain. So you should continue to rebalance your portfolio, but market's positive 70% of the time, so you've got to have exposure to it to be able to get through retirement. I hear you on that. Now, moving back towards more of your content um, or more of your ideas, uh, right now when we're talking about portfolio issues, you talk about income strategies and testing your portfolio for retirement readiness. That doesn't sound like fun to me. Um, going out and playing in the snow sounds like fun to me. Uh, what's a quick test? Can we do a quick test, kind of like a swab, so to speak, of is our portfolio ready? Yeah, um, we've got the, you know, how long will your money last or how long will it last? Download it, newfocusfinance.com. That assumes that you've kind of done your calculations on what your budget is and even how much taxes you're going to pay. Because you can say, okay, I'm earning X on my portfolio and I'm taking Y as income. How long will it last? 
Um, but if you really you know, haven't even done that, you haven't done your budget or anything, and you know, like, okay, I'm living off of my take-home pay, okay, and you know, maybe I'm 60 years old, am I anywhere close to having enough in my portfolio? And the setup here is that you know, you typically at 65, you want to take around 3.5% of your portfolio to live and then be able to increase it every year by 3% inflation. So if you, you kind of set up that 3% number um, and realize that your take-home pay is after you pay taxes, it's after you've put money into your 401k, and so it's your net, it's your net take-home pay. And most of us have all of our savings these days, and our 401k has not been taxed. So you can kind of say, okay, well, I'm going to get Social Security, but Social Security is going to kind of pay my taxes on my other income. That's really about how it's going to work for most people these days. So... Let's say you're looking at your take-home pay, and it's seven thousand per month, or eighty-four thousand dollars a year. Pretty decent in most of America, but maybe a little tough in the Bay Area. So, if you divide that number by 0.03, which is three percent, that means that you would need two point eight million to be able to support that three percent out of your portfolio. Does that make sense, Rob? Sure. You can kind of take your net take-home pay divided by 0.03 if you're late 50s, early 60s, and see if you're even close to having enough to live in retirement. So moving on, a lot of Americans don't have anywhere near the correct number saved up for retirement. And I see this chat every day. As a CFP, I'm sure people come to you and go, hey, you got a stock tip for me and things like that. But um, one of the first things I always say is how much you got, sa- how much you got in your nest egg? I don't care what you have mm-hmm. in it. I don't care if it's all Visa stock. I don't care if it's all Apple stock. Just how much you got. And I'm surprised at how underfunded people are. And I typically throw out that silly number, $1 million will get you $40,000 a year of income in retirement. You should have you know, uh, four times your salary by age 30 saved up. There's some kind of turnkey things, but they're turnkey and they're not perfect. Um, how do you see what's playing out currently in front of our eyes? Will Americans have a good retirement or are we going to a dystopian society in the future? Well, I think we're just going to be working longer. I mean, first of all, that's going to be okay because people are going to be living longer. And there's been studies I've looked at recently that real early retirement has also led to real early death. There's ties to that. So working actually in, in you know, maintaining that uh, purpose, whether it's work or philanthropy or whatever, keeps people alive longer and happier. But what that also means is it's going to be higher demand for equities than what most people thought. Because bond rates are low, so people that are retired are going to have to maintain their exposure to stocks. People are going to work longer. They're going to continue to buy stocks. What's crazy is there's so few publicly traded companies now, Rob, you can barely fill the Wilshire 5000, which is the, probably the best barometer of really what's going on in overall stocks. Um, so that demand for equities, people have been talking about that a lot lately, that, that to push you know, P-E ratios up. Um, the other thing that I see is older people leaving California. I mean, you know, if they're not really low property taxes and they're paying income taxes, um, of course, this all expires in 2025, this new tax cut, but I could see a lot of people leaving for states that don't have income tax. That doesn't sound like a great plan. <laughs> I'm going to move <laughs> because I don't have any anything else up my sleeve, so to speak. But yeah, it's realistically as a guy who lives in California and I just saw Mark Dannon, who was news anchor at Cron. He worked, you know, 20 plus years in California when the California fires came. 
that was the jolt that he said, I need to get out of here because the sales tax is almost 10%. The income tax is 9%, 10%. The federal taxes are high. The property taxes are high. Um, he just felt overtaxed. And if in retirement, he wants his million dollars to be a million, not you know $900,000 or $800,000 in purchasing power because of taxes. So right. off he goes. Well, and he changes and a lot of people. And if you have a house that, and a lot of people have a house that's, you could sell by houses in two different states that have, uh, you know, kind of border states like Vancouver, Washington type area for one part of the year and another hotter area for the winter that they don't want to live in the rain um, and have money left over and still pay less in taxes. So a lot of people are going to be considering that for sure. We've got only a minute left, so I'm going to kill the last question. Say, come meet CFP Chad Burton. Check him out tomorrow morning from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Um, no, it's 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Well, that's my bad. Uh, you won't be on at 5 a.m. from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> New focus on well. <laughs> Righto, McNighto. Um, but you can meet him at the big event this week, Thursday, January 11th, 630 to 830, Palo Alto Elks Lodge, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. It's a great one to get to the first of the year. A lot of concepts tied towards what is expected and what to do, especially with the tax laws. Um, and... I think it's it's totally worth coming to. Talk about retirement changes and in income based on new tax laws. A lot more analysis is going to be need to be done. I'll be talking about some stocks of the year. You can find out and sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com and use the code radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Hi, I'm Rob Black. Talking stock, talking investing more. Big event coming up Thursday. Hopefully you can make it out. It's going to be in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, which has great free parking. You can sign up for the event by going to Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free as a radio listener. I don't know how many more of these I got left in me. To be honest, I saw my dad work till the day he died, and I don't want to be that guy. With that said, if I do die, I promise to die on radio or television. San Francisco's housing market is so dire that renters are paying $1,100 a month to live in a converted living room. There's a company called HomeShare that is working with properties. It's a startup, and they're converting living rooms into above-market-rate buildings. Um, So they're converting the living room into an above-market-rate building into bedrooms so tenants can save on rent. Say what? Company gets cut. Company gets cut of the rent and a finder's fee. Um, each of the home shares customers get their own bedroom, a closet, and a private or shared bathroom. Prices start about eleven hundred twenty-five a month. Renters are finding their real estate bliss in converted living rooms. So, I had a friend who she lived; she's kind of been a transient forever, bouncing from you know room to room to room, and you know she's always having roommates, and that gets old and that gets tiring. Elbow room is an overrated amenity for some. For others, it's like, what are you talking about? So HomeShare leases apartments in expensive new buildings and splices them into additional units. So more tenants can split the rent for less per person. A two-bedroom becomes fit for three after HomeShare installs an upholstered partition in the den. So um, it's a lot of partitioning work. Um, 
it just tells me that and I was talking to a guy last night we all do it end of the year end of the holiday get together before school starts back up kind of thing and his kids grew up here and they're all pushing 18 and he tells the story of like, oh yeah, my dad when he bought a house in California, it was uh, eighteen thousand dollars, and he thought he was spending a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, but now they're two million dollars, a million and a half, and I, I, I think the market can bend and not break. And yeah, you can say, well, well, my son, he'll you know, uh, he'll get a condo or an apartment, and we'll you know, we'll help him with his marriage and spend money on that, and then we'll help him with his. Uh, what, uh, his wedding and, and we'll help him with a deposit on the house so I'm like you're kind of crazy you still know that you can't give away millions of dollars you can give away hundreds of thousands but you have to take care of yourself too uh, and he's done pretty well a lot of people in the Bay Area have done pretty well but what I see and I, I, I'm just being honest when I say this I see a lot of employees for Facebook, Google and Twitter and Salesforce, they do fine. They get stock options. They do fine until there's a stock stock market crash. So I saw this back in 2000 where people were buying houses with stock options. And the real estate industry is so greedy at times. They're like, that's good enough for us. Let's just hold up a mirror up to his breath and see if it, it fogs over. If it fogs over, then he's got a pulse. He's good. But when a realtor told me my home, which is 1,600 square feet, which is small, is worth $2 million, I'm like, you're crazy. Oh. I'm crazy, but I'm not crazy like that. You know what I mean? H&M, H&M is apologizing for a sweatshirt that they took a model who's African-American child. And the sweatshirt says, coolest monkey in the jungle. Wow. <laughs> the tone deafness of marketing and advertising companies at times. That's all I'll say. So anyway, um, yeah, I think the Bay Area has this great way of solving problems that are like, you know, good problems to have. They're not diseases. They're not death. They're not um, lack of pancakes. Well, they are lack of pancakes. Lackofpancakes.com. We'll come build pancakes for you. But in this case, this is a company that's coming into San Francisco, and they're, they're throwing up partitions. And in apartments, and they're they're saying, well, now you've got more space, and you could you know spend a little bit less money. Um, you don't have more space now; you have more rooms and less space. Um, sometimes you will pay a premium of three thousand dollars a month for the privilege of having a dozen or more roommates in the Bay Area. HomeShare takes a slightly different approach instead of saying cramming everyone in and having people on couches that kind of interfere with each other. We'll throw up some partitions and kind of give you a cubby or yeah, a cubby is the right way of saying it. And people come to San Francisco for opportunity not to spend the tons of money. And people are shell shocked when they get here they see the cost of living in a converted room or in a, in a closet. It's my friend, which I, I, I never got to. Um, she dated a guy that was going overseas and he's like, Hey, you want my place? And, um, it was small. It was very, very small. And she slept in a closet a converted closet into a room. Now, she liked it because it was dark and all that kind of stuff, but still kind of, it is what it is, right? It's not good. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. There is a big hit right now. Are you playing HQ Trivia? It's a wildly popular smartphone app. They play at 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, so 3 o'clock and 9 o'clock Eastern Time, and they throw out a prize of $2,000 to $10,000, and the, the app is getting more and more popular. Last night, they had 1.2 million people logged on. Now, what's interesting to note about that is people are trying to cheat, and they're trying to set up series so that, you know, as the question's being read, you have 10 seconds to answer it and see if they can't get Siri or Google or somebody to answer the question. But they had 400 winners last night, so you get $25, and they'll deposit it in your PayPal account. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool, right? It's an explosive hit. 1.2 million people. When you start looking at the ratings for what's on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, you're lucky if you get 6 million. So for this app to get 1.2 million, sometimes it'll be twice a day now, right? Will they keep those numbers? Will it fade it out? Absolutely. Um, they refer to the, the viewers as HQDs. Um, but they hit a peak peak viewing. And back in November, they'd have 120,000 players. And then in December, it jumped to 600,000 players. And now it's at 1.2 million. 1.2 million Americans playing a trivia game live. Wow. With each other. As an advertiser, that's pretty darn golden. So and it tells you, TV is dying. Because people are getting their entertainment from apps and other places. So if you don't see it normally, you should see it in that one. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big seminar coming up this Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30, January 11th, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can sign up. It's $25, but you get in free if you use the code RADIO25 by going to robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. It's the first event of the year. Probably be the best event because I like the big scope of it. Uh, income strategies and retirement. I'll go over some stock market picks. CFP, Chad Burton will hit some of the new tax laws. we got a whole show planned for you. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Death and taxes, they say, are the only two certains in your life. We're all going to die and we're all going to pay taxes in the process. But what if you die? Do you pay taxes? Well, Some people do and some people don't. The death tax is out there. Joining me now to talk a little bit about this and she'll be there Thursday evening for the big event in Palo Alto. Um, it's the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar plus the Market Outlook for 2018. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Michelle Lerman, how are you today? Great, Rob. You are an estate planning attorney. Um, new tax bill obviously has a lot to do with estate planning laws, and they do change, which is kind of crazy. Um, but it keeps you busy. It keeps you in business and trying to interpret all these laws. What did you see from the must-know columns of the new tax bill? Well, it certainly puts estate planning on a roller coaster that's been continuing since the uh since uh, 2010, at first we thought there was going to be a state tax repeal, meaning that you wouldn't have any death taxes at all when you die. 
And then we were worried about the step up in the income tax basis and worried that that might go away. And, and Rob, here's what we're left with in terms of the estate planning part of the tax bill. What we're left with is uh, temporarily doubling the exemption for estate gift and generation skipping taxes from the $5 million base to a new $10 million base. And that uh, applies for deaths in 2018 through 2025. Of course, it's indexed for inflation, so that means that an individual can now shelter 11.2 million. That's the amount an individual can leave free of estate tax. So let's talk a little bit more on what we should be identifying um, and some planning ideas. What do we need to know, Michelle? Well, first of all, for the high net worth individual, which basically means an individual of over 11 million net worth or a married couple of over 22 million net worth, really needs to look at this opportunity to start gifting assets out of your estate now. What a lot of people don't realize is the death tax is actually... Uh, the exemption, rather, from the death tax actually enables people to leave assets during their lifetime. It's not only an exemption when you die. And here's what I mean by that. I mean that an individual can gift up to $11.2 million and not pay any transfer tax on that at all. Of course, it decreases the amount that they can leave exempt from death taxes when they die. But gifting today is a huge benefit because you get assets out of your estate and you get all of that appreciation out of your estate for estate tax purposes. So now is a huge opportunity if you know that you're going to have a taxable estate because your net worth is more than the $11.2 million for a single individual or $22.4 million for a married individual, now's the time to think of setting up irrevocable trusts and gifting assets into those irrevocable trusts. So email, listeners can email you for a special report in the subject line, special report. Uh, to get your special report, put the special report words in the subject line. Uh, you can drop her an email, michelle at lermanlaw.com. It's michelle, as it's expected to be spelled, M-I-C-E-H-E-L-L-E at lermanlaw.com. And it's all about what you need to know about the new tax law. And I'm taking a look at a copy of it now, and it's it's fairly thorough. Um, what are some of the other ways of approaching a trust um, that might be helpful? Because that's part of what you do. Exactly. Well, there's um, a huge issue right now is the non-deductibility of what we call SALT, uh, state and local taxes. And we have to, what that basically means is that if you have property taxes and state income tax, which in California we do have state income tax, it's only now deductible up to $10,000. And for most people, that's going to be used up for property taxes because in California, with our real estate being so expensive, a lot of people are going to use up that exemption, that $10,000 exemption, are going to use that up for property taxes. And it basically means that state income taxes paid are essentially no longer deductible. We're looking at ways for certain individuals then to really reduce their state income tax. And one way to do that 
that some uh, CPAs will advise you on is consider forming a NING trust. And a NING trust basically stands for a Nevada Incomplete Gift Non-Grantor Trust, basically a way to shift income for non-California sourced income and shift it to Nevada. So that might be another planning consideration for some people. What does that mean, non-California-based income? Right. So if I am an attorney and I'm practicing law in California, my California is going to tax my income because I'm based in California. So it would be I wouldn't be able to move my legal income into a Ning trust and therefore avoiding California income tax because the source of my income is California, and that's where I owe California income tax. However, if you were selling a business or another asset that will have a large capital gain, or if you have an asset like a large brokerage portfolio that has sizable distributions that would be taxed, by the, by the person's home state, if the client hadn't set up a special kind of trust, that might be something to consider to move the asset into something called a Ning trust. And it is a, a way to have, uh, it, it's basically move the income out of California. So Michelle will be at the event, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, January 11th. That's this Thursday in Palo Alto. Parking is free, and it's easy to get to, 630 to 8.30. We all get there about an hour early, and we stay 30 extra minutes. If you have questions, they're typically answered during the event, but we're always there to answer questions. But it's Palo Alto, Elks Lodge, CFP, Chad Burton. We're going over Social Security, choosing the right accounts, passive versus active portfolio management, managing your IRAs. Michelle's going to be going over some of the tax cuts and the estate planning tips that uh, are important. Uh, moving on, people can sign up at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and use the code Radio Twenty Five to get in free of charge. It's Radio Twenty Five. Um, mortgage interest deduction. It does seem that President Trump, who is a Republican, seems to hate Democrats, especially on the coast, East Coast, West Coast, New York, Connecticut, and California seem to be getting hit the hardest in this tax cut plan, as far as not getting away with murder per se. Um, the new law reduces the limit on deductible mortgage interest of debt to 750000 from the previous cap of $1 million. What do we need to know about mortgage interest deduction, Michelle? Well, interestingly enough, current loans of up to $1 million are grandfathered in, and they're not subject to the new $750,000 cap. That's one thing to note. If you refinance an existing loan, you can also keep the $1 million deduction level as long as the new loan doesn't exceed the amount of the mortgage being refinanced. The And the home equity loans, the interest paid on home equity loans are no longer deductible unless the loan proceeds are used to substantially improve the residence. So look at your mortgage. Perhaps you need to think about paying off your home equity loan. And most important, call your CPA. Talk to your CPA about what planning you need to do for 2018. And keep in mind that this law is actually a temporary law. So it sunsets after 2025. Now, does the estate planning sunset, or will that $22 million stay in place? No, that sunsets also, Rob. 
so now is the time to do the planning. I haven't heard any CPAs talking about any clawbacks, so it's my understanding, and again, we're going to work very closely with your CPA, that if we establish gifting now to give your full exemption amount, and even if the law reverts back to lower exemption amount, that you would still be able to get those assets out of your estate. So planning now is critical. Sounds good. Thanks very much. Michelle Lerman, you can find her at LermanLaw.com. You can come out to the event. She has a special report on the new tax laws. You have to send her an email to get it for free. In the subject line, use the code SPECIALREPORT. And Michelle at LermanLaw.com will send that out to you. It's Michelle at LermanLaw.com. You can also come out to the event Thursday evening from 630 to 830, and all that information will be there as well. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, Palo Alto, January 11th from 630 to 830. It's $25. But as a radio listener, you get in free with code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. Moving onward and upward. Um, That was a mouthful, huh? This law, it's a pretty big change. And uh, again, it grandfather's out, it sunsets, and you're like, whoa. Uh, today we saw Trump Tower in Midtown Manhattan catch fire. That was a big story um, for about two minutes. The thing to me that's a big story is that there's a fire in the 58-story Midtown Manhattan skyscraper known as the Trump Tower, and you kind of get firefighters and you kind of get police officers. That's the difficult part about New York City is that they have to be there within minutes and help cool off a tower that's hot. But they have to do it in the sky. Um, Trump's wife, Melania, and young son, Barron, lived in the Trump Tower through the first few months of Trump's presidency, but the family moved in the White House in June of last year. So Trump Tower still retains a large security presence. It's often protected during large public events in Manhattan. It obviously would be a target. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up this Thursday. You can sign up by using the code RADIO25 for the Palo Alto Elks Lodge event. Find me at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Welcome in, Rob Black. Talking stock talk and much, much more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. GoPro is in the news today as a I'd call it the stock of the day. Should we do a stock of the day? Um, down 23%. Oh, my. Is that the dog of the day? Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? So GoPro um, is one of those companies that makes essentially a high-end camera that can move and do cool things. Then they got a little bit cocky and a little bit stupid. And they assumed everyone needed one. They didn't know how big their market was going to be. They assumed everyone was going to have $400 to throw around on cameras. They started hiring people in areas of things like drones. So they're going to lay off 250 employees. Companies leaving the drone business, citing future regulation and intense competition. The company also said it was leaving the drone business ultimately... Um, Ending the sales of its Karma drone camera. And that was an area that, at one point in time, there we were like, okay, GoPro, we get it. We, you sell cameras, you sell high-end, you got some editing software, you've got a channel that you think people are going to watch and advertisers are going to flock to, because the videos are pretty cool. 
Oh, I saw this dog running on the beach GoPro video. Just an amazing high definition dog running on the beach, happy as can be. And then at some point in time, they pull back a little bit and you see the dog is missing, I think, two legs or one leg. Don't ask me to get the facts straight. Never let the facts get in the way of a good story. And um, yeah, yeah, that's all I'm going to say is yeah. Um, Oh, yeah? So GoPro's, yeah, who won a Golden Globe last night. Yeah. Um, Off topic. So GoPro's laying off 250 people. It's a company that has about 1,200 employees. That's big. It's a company that's based in my hometown of San Carlos. That's kind of interesting. Company expects fourth quarter revenue of about $340 million. They want it $472 million. That's not good. CEO Nick Woodman said he's going to take a compensation of about a dollar in 2018, and that's not good. It may be the right thing to do. And he may be committed to turning his business around in 2018. He better keep an eye out on who wants to buy him and his patents, in my opinion. The company also reduced the price of its newest premium adventure camera called the Hero 6 Black. Keep in mind, we just came out of the holidays. This is not good. This is bad. No good. No bueno. No bueno. You want no beans with your burrito? No, no bueno. No good. My Spanish is not good. Um, yeah, so this is bad for them. And, uh, it's not one that I would be betting on. Apple's in the news today as a stock talk of the day. Um, two big shareholders are looking at Apple saying, we want to know, Apple, can you investigate if iPhones are bad for children? Good question. You ever see the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin? I think it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, And I know you're saying, please, please don't talk movies. But there was a point in time where he invents something that everyone in the the United States wants and needs and must have. Um, He's a homeless man, essentially. He talks to the camera throughout the movie, which is cute. He was the adopted white son of African-American sharecroppers. Um, So it uses the great line, I was born a poor black child, which, with my last name being Black, it got me and my brothers kind of like tickled. Um, Works at a gas station. (laughs) Fantastic scene where uh, a lone gunman's shooting at him, trying to kill him. He keeps missing. He keeps hitting like bottles of oil and things like that. And Steve Martin's convinced that, well, I'll let you see the movie for yourself. But, uh, he, he admits some, one other thing, except my dog. Well, I don't need my dog. So he invents some glasses called the OptiGrab. And essentially, the OptiGrab ends up making people cross-eyed. And he, he makes billions, and then he loses it all. So, great movie. But a good investment lesson. And one that Apple needs to be wary of. Two big shareholders say, Apple, we want you to investigate whether iPhones are bad for children. Jana Partners and Calsters 
wrote an open letter to Apple, citing a growing body of research showing that kids who use smartphones too much may become depressed and even suicidal. So these two companies, Dana Partners and Calsters, control about $2 billion in Apple shares between them. It's highly unusual for activist investors to pressure a firm about social responsibility rather than corporate issues. But we don't know. I mean, this is where the iPhone's 10 years old, and you know, we're putting the iPhones in kids' hands like it's, it's the babysitter. So the letter cited research showing that American teens on average receive their first phone at age 10 and spend more than four and a half hours a day using it, not including text and calls. So the shareholders want Apple to create a committee and start studying it. I don't think, no, I have no clue that this develops into a hairy problem. But as an owner of Apple, I'm going to put it in a box. I'm going to say this is what could go wrong. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. That's Rob Black Show. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, Palo Alto, January 11th. That's coming up. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's January 11th, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up at Rob Black Show. It's this Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30. Use the code RADIO25 to get in free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.